0: Hey y'all, this is Charlie, we are living, loving, laughing, and grace, and this is a summer snack bite. And get ready to do a little munching of your own, my friends, because today is a Special summer Snack Bite. Today we are going to receive the Lord's Supper together. We are going to gather together to receive the Holy Communion in this short little time that we have together, my friends. So gather together your bread and your wine, uh, your cracker and your juice, your water, however uh, you like to receive, my friends, if possible. And um, if not, later on, when you have the opportunity, I encourage you to come back, listen again, and join together to receive the Lord's Supper. And once again, my friend, I want to remind us of just a couple of things. First, that our vision for the year is our Lord's love for us and his faithfulness to us. Amen. This year is all about his love and faithfulness. Hallelujah. And he has been bringing that out and sharing that with us through so much of his word. And I pray that you've also been experiencing that at a whole new level in your life as I have been so blessed to my friends. And guess what? The Holy Communion, When we come and we hold this bread, the broken body of our savior, the body that he allowed to be broken for our healing in our hands. And when we hold this blood, this blood that he shed, that he held not back even a single drop, my friends, to save us to redeem us, to make us the righteousness of God in Christ, to make us forever forgiven, to to declare us holy and sanctified, my friends. When we are holding these elements in our hands, we are holding the very expression of the fullness of God's love and faithfulness. Amen. Hallelujah, my friends. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible tells us again and again to renew our minds, to renew our minds to the new creation that God has made us. And this is a very powerful way that we can do that, to renew our minds, to remind ourselves of what Christ has done and what we have now become. Hallelujah, my friends. This is all about what Christ has done And because of what he's done, what we have become, a new creation in Christ Jesus, we are beloved children of the most high God. Hallelujah. And this is also the only thing that our Lord and Savior asked us to do to remember him by. He said, do this in remembrance of me. And that's in the letter to the Corinthians where Paul is reminding them of the value of the Holy Communion, my friends. And so I just that is so it's it's so our savior that the one thing he'd ask us to do is something that really is to our benefit. It's to remind us of the victory we have. It's to remind us of the salvation that we have. It's to remind us when everything around us might be telling us, um, pointing out our faults and failures and, and, and want us to think that we're unrighteous and holy. He tells us, do this in remembrance of me, not of you, of me. And remember who you have now become, my friends. The Bible says in 1 John 4 that as Christ is, As he is risen, ascended, seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven, as he is, so are we in this world. And that's what he wants you to remember. Hallelujah, my friends. So is it any wonder? Listen to today's snack bite scripture, my friends, from Ecclesiastes 9, verse 7. It says, go eat your bread with joy. Joy. Go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart. My friend, whenever we see bread and wine together in the Bible, it is referencing the Holy Communion. Uh, This is a whole nother uh, sharing that, that we won't get into today, but you might not know this, but the Holy Communion we actually see first appear with Abraham. Because Abraham was a man under a covenant of grace, just as we are under a covenant of grace. So anytime you see bread and wine together in the Bible, it is speaking of the Holy Communion. And listen how your Savior, how your God wants you to receive. I'm going to read it again. Go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine. How? With a merry heart. Of course, we can drink this with a merry heart because we know this heart has now been sanctified. This heart has now been cleansed. This heart is forgiven. This is a new heart. The Bible specifically says God gives us a new heart. Jesus Christ himself and the Bible says is the presence and his presence is the fullness of joy. Joy himself now dwells in your heart how not to receive with a merry heart amen my friends and this body how precious is this body that jesus so desires you to be healthy and strong and young my friend that he gave all that up at the cross he took on your sicknesses he took on your diseases he became a curse my friends he died young so that we could live long how not to hold this body with joy. My friend, have you ever noticed that the devil wants us to have this impression that God is boring, depressing, angry, yet my Bible is always talking about having joy, being merry, being at peace, celebrating. Hallelujah, amen. Please, I ask you, form your opinion of me based on knowing me, not when someone that hates me tells you about me. <laughs> hallelujah let's form our opinion about who god is based on who god is hallelujah do you know that is simply put what what uh repentance is and it goes on to say why can we eat with joy why can we receive with a merry heart because god listen to this my friend for god has already accepted your works he has already accepted your works Let your garments always be white and let your head lack no oil. Oil, my friends, speaks of the Holy Spirit, of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Those white garments, we know, my friends, uh, from, from many times where we've seen it in the word that the Bible says God gives us a new robe, a white robe. We see it a lot in revelations that those of us who are in heaven wear a white robe that signifies how clean he has made you. He has given you this beautiful, pure robe, my friends. Not even a spot of sin remains on you. He has accepted your works. Why, my friend? Because you are accepted in Jesus Christ. Now, there was a cost. Oh, we know there was a cost to make all this this happen for us. And we see it in Isaiah 54, my friend, this beautiful, I'm sorry, Isaiah 53, this beautiful chapter that describes what our savior went through at the cross. Listen to this. How is it that we get to have joy and merriment and celebration? Isaiah 53, three says he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, my friend, there was no joy like the joy of Jesus Christ. He told his disciples the night he was being betrayed, I leave my joy in you. May my joy be made complete in you. And they knew what they meant, what that meant. They'd seen the way he laughs so easily, right? how he inspires laughter and joy and merriment and those around him, my friends. They knew what a gift that was. That his joy would be made complete in them. The purity of joy himself became sorrow. How? By taking our sorrows, my friends. By taking our grief so that we can take his joy. It goes on to say, as we hid as it were our faces from him, he was despised. We did not esteem him. He was rejected. He was despised, my friend. He was rejected by men and he was worst of all rejected by God. As Christ himself cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it goes on to say, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. But my friends, in the original Hebrew, that word griefs means sicknesses. That word sorrows means pains. The Young's literal translation says it best and it declares it like this. Surely our sicknesses he hath borne and our pains he hath carried them. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripe, my friend, we are healed by the stripes that fell on that perfect, strong, healthy, young, beautiful body. We are healed today. Let's come together right now. Get your bread, get your cracker together, my friend. And we are going to receive with joy. You know, what causes sorrow in our bodies? Sickness does. Pain does. Weaknesses do. My friends, that brings us sorrow, ultimately leads to death. And he's saying, I took that so that you receive my joy, you receive my health, you receive my strength and what joy we receive this body with. Amen, my friends. Amen. Just right now, I invite you to lift up this bread to the Lord and say, Jesus, I thank you that you did take my sorrows. You took my griefs, you took my pains, you took my sicknesses, you took my weaknesses. My friend, is there a particular condition you're dealing with? You tell Jesus right now. See it on his body. He took that. And now, Jesus, we thank you that we get to receive your health, your youth, and your strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, my friend, you may partake. And now I invite you to lift up the cup, my friends, this cup of the blood of the new covenant. The Bible tells us, Jesus, we thank you that because you shed your blood for us, we know, we know, we believe, we declare that we are the very righteousness of God in you. Because of this blood, my friends, say this with me now. Say, I stand on favor ground before my daddy God. I am his beloved child. I am favored before him. I am holy, righteous, and redeemed. The sins of my entire life have been forever put away. I look forward to bright days and a bright future because of your work, Jesus, because of your blood. I am 100% accepted to my heavenly father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, my friend, you may drink. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise Jesus, praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, my friends, I'm gonna share this scripture with you one more time. Ecclesiastes 9, verses seven through eight declare, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart. For God has already accepted your works. Let your garments always be white and let your head lack no oil. Amen, my friends. Amen. Oh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and grant you his peace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 All right, y'all till next time. Keep on living, loving, laughing in grace.